Welcome to Expounding Universe, Season 9, Episode 3, Crash Into Me. The book, Crucible, by Troy Denning. The year, 2013. With your hosts, Jeff and John. Let's go already. Welcome back to Expanded Universe, the Star Wars Expanded Universe novel discussion podcast. I'm your extra smooth host, Jeff, who is definitely not faking it, even a little bit. Joined, as always, by our never faking it host, John. Oh, yeah, it feels so good, baby. Uh. <laughs> All of this is real. Oh, uh, you're the best I've ever had. I'm going to go finish in the bathroom. <laughs> Promise. Uh. All right, so uh, this is our show where we read old Star Wars books and then we come talk about them to each other and to you, the listener. Uh, this time we're reading the last of the Legends novels, uh, or I'm sorry, the novels before they became Legends, the last of the Expanded Universe books. I mean, it is the last of the Legends novels. Yeah, I don't know. if is that. Do you think that someone's still out there writing Legends novels now, just knowing full well that they're called Legends? No, because the Legends novels were all officially made. Oh. Like... Someone out there writing Legends novels is just making fan fiction. Oh, okay. So that's what we're doing, more or less. But by dint of all the things that we make up while we're talking about this shit, these books, and we, we talk about ways that we would like for them to be slightly different. I mean, that's not really fan fiction as much as, like, headcanon. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... that is fair. You got me there. <laughs> Plus, uh, would you say that you're a fan of all this stuff we've been doing? Or Oh, no. Okay. So would you say it's like what we're really writing is more like anime fiction? <laughs> Yes, we are writing enemy fiction. <laughs> We're hate writing a new Star Wars universe. Luke, whose head was big and dumb, <laughs> fell down in some mud. Then Han Solo showed up and said, I'm a big dumb baby, and then pooped his pants. <laughs> and everyone laughed. In the background, Leia ran into a series of plate glass windows. <laughs> Chewbacca was cool, though. <laughs> Chewbacca. Chewbacca always cool. <laughs> Lando popped up and said, I can mine anything with his finger three feet up his nose. <laughs> That's Star Wars for you, baby. Yeah. Okay, so at chapter five of Crucible begins with, oh gosh, the most boring, hard to pay attention to thing that you could do in these books, which is slowly explain how stuff works. Yeah, I mean, I know they had to. Because they're going to immediately destroy it. Yeah. But they were like, all right, we have to establish how this mining operation actually works so that the sabotage that is going to happen makes any amount of sense. Yeah. So what's happening is that Lando is taking Han and Leia uh, along with Lando's primary assistant, Dina Yuss. 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 hi Yuss. <laughs> you are correct, sir, is her catchphrase. Uh, but... The the four of them are on in a land speeder taking a tour of the mining facility, uh, and their Lando is explaining the basic method by which this place works. And it's a little convoluted, but it does seem functional. Uh, spacers who operate tug ships drag astroliths, which is what these folks call asteroids, uh, for some reason. Uh, I, yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, probably so they didn't have to get into that whole asteroid meteorite di- uh, distinction. 
They just call them astroliths and call it a day. Well, you crash them into the planet. That makes some meteorites. They're like, well, they're just astroliths. That yeah. doesn't mean anything. Yeah, well, Does whatever. that mean they turn into meteoliths? Yeah. yeah shut up, Meteoliths. <laughs> you know, I caught a meteolith, and then it evolved into astroliths. You've been playing too much Pokemon. Too dog. much Pokemon. You've been playing far too much. Yeah, that's true, except now I'm done. Yeah, so you're going to look for the next game. Yeah. Yeah, I recommend... Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I recommend you go fuck yourself. Yeah, it's that's, uh, that's my common recommendation. That's John, my permanent recommendation for you. Practice a little self love. Why don't you? It would be good for you. Yeah. Everyone else is worried. Everyone's very worried that I haven't jerked off lately. <laughs> of course they are. Everyone at home has been like, you know, I like the show, but I feel like John is a little tense. <laughs> Uh, I'm just now taking this moment, this opportunity, to announce the GoFundMe to get John to go jerk off. <laughs> I've got a whole GoFundMe for John to go fuck himself. <laughs> How much can we raise? <laughs> there are stretch goals. <laughs> oh, yeah, there are. <laughs> <laughs> At $20,000, he'll use his left hand. <laughs> the stranger. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, they're taking a tour and learning how the mining operation works. And as I mentioned, it's a little weird. Uh, space tug operators drag these astroliths to the a the atmosphere of the planet and then kind of hurl them at a couple different drop zone locations. Yeah, they've got these pits set up that are just gigantic, and they are ringed with tractor beams so that when the asteroid starts coming in, they can control the actual descent of it mm -hmm. now not to the point where it just sort of like softly lands it's still coming in fast enough that they they get a crash from it but yeah. it's controlled they whomp down but the whole point of this is that with multiple astralists coming in at once they can bash them into each other while they're still in the air to create to break them up a little to make the mining process easier in the future yeah so that way when they land they've got manageable chunks instead of just one giant astrolith. Yeah, it just basically turns them into frosted mini-wheats instead of that bullshit regular frosted wheat. Where <laughs> Instead you, of that big wheat. <laughs> you're eating that frosted that maxi, that wheat. maxi wheat that's like trying to eat a big old shredded wheat wallet. <laughs> Man, having seen the Bricko shredded wheat, I'm like, how was that ever a thing? Who got that, dumped one of those out, and went, ooh, breakfast. <laughs> That's like a wheat thick. That is a wheat thick right there. Yeah, those things are the size of a meatloaf, and it's just, yeah, put this in milk. Yeah, if you tried to pour that out of a cereal box, it would break your bowl. It would just come out and be like, crank, clunk. Well, you have to use tractor beams to slow it. Oh, yeah, I've got, I've got tractor beams ringing my cereal bowl. That's basically what milk is. It's the tractor beam in this scenario. Wait a minute. Are you putting the milk in before the cereal? Are you a heretic? Only with these maxi wheats. They need a splash pad. Maxi wheats need a splash pad. Uh -huh. Most other cereal, you put that in the bowl first, then you add milk to to uh, your desired level. Oh, yeah. Which for me is very little because I don't much care for milk that isn't ice-ass cold. So it, I need uh, I, I don't want the milk when I'm done with the cereal. Oh, I do. Yeah, you want that. that I want that good th cereal th milk. I'm not a big fan of that, which is fine, because if the two of us are ever having cereal together, you can have my, my milks. Your milks. Yeah. Yeah, you're <laughs> going to have little milks, and I'm going to have big milks. <laughs> Please, John, enjoy my milks, and then go jerk off, <laughs> for the love of God. Yep, that's right. I'm going to go have big milks, if you know what I mean. <laughs> 
That's uh, why they call me Old Johnny Big Milks. I, I gotta be honest, I've never actually seen a regular frog. Oh, man, I thought you were gonna say I've never seen you jerk off. And I was like, well, that's probably good. I'm glad that that's the case. <laughs> I mean, I've been in the room. I just haven't. I just I, probably haven't seen I you. I just have my eyes closed. <laughs> just your eyes closed, head under the blanket, like a child afraid of the boogeyman. I was pretty sure you were jerking off constantly when we were at Gen Con sharing a room with like 12 people and a bed. <laughs> I was just like, I think everyone's asleep. <laughs> Time for my patented no moving around at all <laughs> jerk off session. Yeah, that's right. If you can tell that I'm not moving at all, it's because I'm jerking off. <laughs> if I'm rolling around, then yeah, obviously I'm just restless. <laughs> it's because he has frog DNA. <laughs> That's why he can only jerk off when there's no movement. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I I'll find a way. <laughs> That's true. Oh man, the couple of people who have sent us complaints that we talk about sex too much in expanded universe expanded universe. <laughs> well, guess what, guys? This is not really sex, so everything's fine. This this isn't for you. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, yeah, tractor beams, giant asteroid comes down, they bonk them into each other a little, they land them on the ground. The operation is bigger than you probably would be thinking, uh, even for Lando in general, who tends to operate whole planets and so on. There's a shift change going on as we take our tour, so they note that at one of these asteroid mining facilities down at the bottom there, there are currently about 30,000 workers. Oh, yeah, and the like, just the crater itself mm. is like 30 kilometers wide. Yeah. So there are four primary crater points on this on the planet Sarnus, where they are. Uh, and each each of them has fifteen thousand workers at any given time, and, and I think is four shifts, which means he's managing about two hundred and forty thousand people, not counting the ones who are doing processing beyond the basic crater level. And that's not even counting the uh, the tug jobs that he's got going off in space. He's got a lot of tug jobs in space and a lot of hand workers down here on the ground. Exactly. Uh, so it's it's uh, it's just a constant operation. Yep, just mm-hmm. always going. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he basically explains how this all works. Once the, the miners get down there and process the ore, they load it onto something that's got the horrible name of the repulsive veyor belt. Yeah. That's two. Choose one. Choose. choose. <laughs> just just one thing. Just choose you one. don't need that many. I mean, I get the concept behind it. It's a conveyor belt that uses hover tech, so you just put the rock and it doesn't actually touch anything. It just floats away. Yeah. I get it, but it conveyor belt would have also worked it's not like conveyor belt in the name describes the process by which the thing moves around yes it just conveys it it just takes it from location to location it's not like you have to call it the i mean if you were going to replace something it would be belt yes because that's the physical thing exactly you'd call it you'd call it the conveyor lift or something like that that were that were uh but anyway i don't care they, instead they called it the repulsive veyor belt which is bad <laughs> all right everyone all, all right? right okay okay <laughs> The Wrath of the Wizard. <laughs> now, at this point, Han is just using the electro-binocular things to look down, and he's like, hey, so uh, I'm just going to throw this out there. What happens if some of your tractor beams are not even pointed remotely towards where the crater is? Yeah, well, he's asking safety questions, and of course he notices the sabotage right away. But I don't want to discount the fact that Leia is the one who's like, I don't like this Dina person. Oh yeah, I, I don't like her. I don't. I'm the Star Wars woman. We don't. Need, we don't need more of me. <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, next chapter immediately Luke's like, I don't like this Dina person. Well, yeah, I mean, we establish immediately that Dina is a traitor uh, who has been put in posi- in her position by the Kalumi brothers. Yeah, but I I appreciate again 
that this book is not one to waste time. Yeah. Like, immediately, everyone with the Force is like, no, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, none of them are willing to press the issue. Uh, but basically, Le- Leia's just like, I don't like this lady. She takes too long to answer questions. It's like she's having evil thoughts. <laughs> she's plotting. She's doing plot work. <laughs> she's plotting things behind mm-hmm. the scenes. Yeah. So, like John was saying, Lando's like, hey, or Lu- Han. L- Luhan. Luhan. I got you ball in check. <laughs> Han is like, hey, what if all the tractor beams were pointed at your smelting processing center instead of the big crater hole? And uh, Lando's like, oh, that would be impossible because we've got all these safety checks in place. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, well, four of them aren't. So, pff, fuck you. Yeah. And Lando's like, what? That doesn't make any sense. That's impossible. Looks down there. Oh, no, that has happened. It must be sabotage. All right, Dina, get on the horn and try and raise some people and see what's going on down there. And Oh, no, they can't raise anybody. The horn is down. There's no communication available. Lando or Han even tries to communicate with the Falcon, where C-3PO and Omad Kag are still hanging around. Uh, Omad now having been hired to fix the Falcon sensor systems. Yeah, the sensor system that Han fucked up because he wouldn't let Omad drive. Uh huh. <laughs> so, so, but they can't raise them either. There's no communication of any kind happening. Someone's taken out the satellite systems. Yeah, there's that net that they normally use to talk with each other isn't working, and even though they are on the surface of the planet with an eyesight. Apparently, you can't just communicate that way. Yeah. They have worse communication technology than we do. Yeah. They should have just, like, flashed their high beams. <laughs> flashing some high beams. <laughs> Hang on. Either that guy's flashing SOS or a gang initiation is happening. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, they were just warning me about this creepy hook guy in the back seat. <laughs> I, I'm just an alien. <laughs> I'm supposed to be here. I work here. I am creepy, though. I have an alien with hook hands. <laughs> I, uh, I'm a bit of a creeper. <laughs> ah, my species is called vipers. <laughs> uh, we yeah. want to wash and vipe your windows. <laughs> so, uh, so they immediately start setting into uh, motion a variety of plans to try and deal with the situation. And, and just as quickly as they realize there is sabotage afoot, they realize it is almost definitely too late. Because up in the sky appear four different streaks that indicate astroliths in progress dropping towards the planet. Yeah, now at the height that they are at... It's very difficult to tell, like, okay, well, which side are they going to? Well, yeah, notably, it's, uh, have you ever seen, like, a rocket launch off the surface of the Earth and how much orbital or curve of the Earth messes up the apparent trajectory of a rocket? Yeah. Like, that's going to be the same thing with a meteor coming in. It'll just look like streaks on the atmosphere. Yeah. Until it's, you know, within, you can actually see the rock level distance. So, they try some stuff. I mean, they are zooming down toward the pad because they're like... Well, we can't raise anybody, but if we can try and do an emergency alarm to evacuate, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we can get everybody out before an astrolith hits. Yes. And when they can't remotely trip the alarm, they're like, all right, well, what if we blow something up large enough that it just auto trips? Which honestly is a smart idea. It was They were like, okay, well, we can't get down there. We can't fake trig- trigger the alarm. What's the nearest thing that's rigged to, to, to uh, sound the alarm if we like blow it up? Yeah, they're like, oh, well, we have some tanks of explosive nonsense nearish the pit. If we got there and blew them up, the flash from it 
would set off the alarm automatically. Yeah, and so th- this is all questions that are being fired at Dina. Uh, Dina's just like, uh, okay, so there, maybe there's some tanks over there, but because she's like trying to stretch it out a little bit. And uh, although she, her we con- also kind of get the sense that Dina didn't realize this was the plan. Yeah, no, that's because also she true. is genuinely pissed off when she sort of realizes. Oh, they're going to murder like thirty thousand people down here. Yes, yeah, that doesn't. I, I'm sure that was not what they told her they were they were putting her in place for. Yeah. Uh, so she's like, okay, well, there's tanks, but but uh, we can't crash a land splitter into them, blow them up. And Han's just like, that's cute. We have a Jedi, stupid. <laughs> we don't need to crash a thing into it. Yeah, I assume we'll just have Leia lightsaber it or just force blow them up or something. Don't. Yeah. And I, I kind of wanted Leia to be like, what do you think I'm going to do? <laughs> we got a Jedi. What do you? What do you think a Jedi does? Just solve problems? <laughs> you want to blow up. And the tanks are like, oh, oh you're right. Oh, yeah, ooh, I, I do, do want to blow, blow up. <laughs> These aren't the safety features you have. <laughs> so uh, they, they, they've tried, they try to put this plan in motion to blow up these tanks of explosives to set off the alarms. It's, it's not going to work. Yeah. They All, they as they're time. racing down there, Leia just sort of looks up and sees that one is currently on its way to that uh drop station mm-hmm. and is like we we have to turn around because we are already too late like even if we sounded the alarm right now from where we are mm-hmm. it's already too late yeah because the evacuation of the facility would take 20 minutes or so because there are just so many people down there and we don't have 20 we have like nine minutes and so they continue to do whatever they can but it doesn't matter eventually the impact occurs this giant non-slowed down astrolith comes crashing into the planet and leia throws up a force bubble in an attempt to protect that uh protect them yeah and we big everything just turns white slammed by a yeah. shock wave and yeah. knocked around dust destroys most of the facility everything's going to shit and, Le- and leia tries to save the day yeah and that actually is chapter one or chapter five of today's reading yeah uh i mean outside of the fact that you know it started with a little bit of a boring like mm-hmm. let me tell you how the mining operation works again just sort of getting right to it instead of having the entire chapter be and lando talks about this and then they go down there and take a tour and yeah. talk to a bunch of random locals i was really worried that this is gonna be like ah yes we primarily use these weird dudes who we found on the planet in the first place to do the mining we pay them in peanuts <laughs> uh and then have leia and dina do some more verbal sparring yeah, was, I figured that was definitely what was going to happen. It was just going to be a whole chapter of Lando tour. Nope, we get right into shit. I am loving that this book is not just wasting time. And we haven't talked about it D- during the chapter. They have time to, k- to talk to each other because they're just in a car uh, where they discuss what's happening, who is obviously behind this. They're like, oh, it's the fucking crafts. Those pieces of shit. Okay, so I didn't think they'd be this crazy, but apparently they're willing to kill hundreds of thousands of people in a single move to get to get away with their own shit. Yeah. Uh, so they're already plotting what they're going to do about that and who, how they're going to have to go find the crefts now and, and, and all this other stuff. So it's not who did this. We need to spend the next several chapters uncovering this mystery. Oh, yeah. They're just like, oh, fuck. If anyone is sabotaging us, there is literally only one person it could be. Could well, it be, two people. Could it be Seti Ashgad? <laughs> You know, the obvious bad guy we met in the first chapter? Nah, let's wait another 30 chapters and then finally go, my goodness, said he Ashgad, tis! 
Yeah. Thank thank God this book isn't that. Thank you for coming to our evening of dinner theater. What? The bad guy was Seti Ashgad. It's uh it's Star Wars if it's an evening of dinner theater. Oh, okay. Yeah. It took a long time to find out who the bad guy was because they had to serve a whole lot of Diet Pepsis. <laughs> so many Diet Pepsis yeah. and a lot of spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> it's a prefix. Uh, so <clears throat> chapter six opens with Lando angrily talking about his plan to kill the Kresh brothers, Kref brothers, excuse me, uh, with a disruptor, which did that feel kind of like they just the author just imported some Star Trek stuff? Eh, just sort of was like. Because uh, Lando was like, oh, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill both of them. I'm going to d- use a disruptor, and I'm going to put holes in their big, stupid, super smart heads. Yeah. Now, it, it also is, Luke is already here. Yeah, Luke has arrived. Like, it, we don't have to get Luke's journey to try and get through the Chaloon Rift. We don't have to worry about who he met outside. I think the most important thing is after the end of Chapter 4, we don't get to follow him into the Caves of Sullust. To, to have a, a thing. A meeting with, with the Dane. Yeah. <laughs> Will Lee Woot, Woot's younger nephew be punished? Yeah, no, we don't need any of that. We skip right from I got important information to now I'm here. Yeah. Thank you, book. Yeah. You didn't spend five chapters on how Luke also gets there. <laughs> no, he's just there. Uh, I mean, granted, it does. Uh, this book's full of what's. Here's the problem, John. I'll put this put this out there. We are very scarred by reading these books in succession. Oh yeah, we've we've definitely gotten a flinch mechanic broken into us. Where anytime something happens, we're like, oh no, oh no. So at the end of the last Luke chapter, we were like, oh, he's gonna go hang out in the Warrens of Sullust for a couple of chapters. <laughs> God damn it, just go do the main action. And sure enough, he shows up to just do the main action. We're like, oh, okay. Oh. But then he's talking to Lando, and Lando's like, like uh, it's a real shame that Han and Leia got hit so hard they're both in comas. And I was like, oh, god damn it. <laughs> Anything to avoid keeping the main characters in a group. <laughs> uh, but in this case, yeah, he's like, I'll, I'll, I'm going to take a disruptor and I'm going to shoot them. I'm going to shoot them, Luke. I'm definitely going to shoot them. He's and- like, do you even have a disruptor? Because that shit is hyper illegal. <laughs> yeah, it turns because he actually stops for a second to think about what a disruptor is. And this is why I'm like, come on, guys, quit cribbing from Star Trek. You're Star Wars. You're, all, you're already the big one. <laughs> uh <laughs> at this point they have about the same number of movies yeah almost almost uh i think there's 10 there's 10 official in theater star wars no nope. no nope. 12 there are 12 official in theater star wars movies that have existed yeah uh and, and, I, and some star treks i think there's about that many star treks yeah so they're they're pretty close yeah but how many tv shows for star wars huh uh, four, f- uh, counting the, the holiday special is one. I no, because that's not a TV show. It's, it's a, it, it's a one. I mean, it was on TV. Do you want to count it as a film? No, I want to count it as a special, which is fine. Uh, okay. So Star Trek then doesn't have any specials, but Star Wars four, I think. No, more, more than that. At least six. At least. Yeah. Uh, Mandalorian, Ewoks, droids, rebels, clone wars, uh, the one that was between those two, or the one that was <laughs> the before one Clone Wars, between those, yeah. Uh, so there's there's plenty of uh, the plenty of Star Trek TV or Star Wars TV shows as well. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's like disruptors; those tear people apart from the inside. Only a dastardly Romulan would use one of those. <laughs> yeah, apparently it is ridiculously painful. They're like, oh yeah, it just rips your molecules apart, and if you get shot with one, 
ooh, that's the worst time you could have. Oh, it's that Rebels show. Well, not the Rebels. I said Rebels, but the one where they're like racers and they live on a uh, race spaceship. Oh, yeah. Speed Racer. It's called Speed Racer. Star Wars Speed Racers. Uh, now, this is what I call speed racing. <laughs> he says as he tries to race to some speed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, he's like, disruptors are super dangerous, and that's like Romulan technology. Anyway, you don't even have one of those, do you, Lando? Well, I could I could buy one. Mm. Yeah, I think you know I could buy one, Luke. It's like, yeah, of course, dude. You live outside the law, and you, ha- you employ hundreds of thousands of people. You're rich. We get it. Yeah, I know. You have the ability to just make planet-sized mining operations on a whim, so yeah, yeah I get it. And when we did that Yuzhan Vong book, we established early on that you, you bought every starship you ever saw, because you were like, I'm going to collect starships. Yeah, and also... We've learned that you are the only reason that we basically beat the Yuzhan Vong, so I have to imagine the money from Robo sales was real good. Oh, yeah, because of his Yuzhan Vong hunters? Yeah. Yeah, dude, this dude is packing. Of course he can buy a... Oh, he's packing. He's also, oh, he's also you know, Billy D. Williams, so he is he is packing and also quite wealthy. Yes. Uh, but, but yeah, this whole thing was like, I could buy a Disruptor. It's like, why do you sound sad? <laughs> just, of course you could. You could also just hire a bunch of mercenaries to go do this thing. Yeah, um, but he, I mean, it's one of those things where if your friend is just pissed off, you're like, I'm going to fucking find that guy. I'm going to beat him to death with a tire iron, fucking asshole. And your friend just goes, you don't own a tire iron. That's not the point, dickface. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, Luke, you're kind of missing the point of him being all pissed off right now. Also, he's riling him up further. <laughs> it's, it's, you don't have a disruptor. Well, shoot a missile at him. <laughs> well, fuck you. <laughs> I own a Death Star, Luke. <laughs> There's so many. I got one of the original Death Stars. <laughs> yeah, it's mine uh, is purple. <laughs> it's very ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're talking, and Lando is still messed up. Like he didn't get out of the crash unscathed. Yeah, no, he's Han got a and Leia of- are in the coma, but he's like all messed up he's got a whole bunch of like cuts all over him and yeah he's got i think a broken arm or something and, and some yeah, broken ribs broken ribs that's what it was broken ribs and his face is all scarred up from a bunch of uh flying shrapnel yeah but he's turned that hospital bed into basically his new headquarters where he's still just giving everyone orders to go do stuff yeah but that that line where he's like he's like you don't understand how badly we got hit here Han and Leia both got knocked into a coma, and I was like, wait, did they get knocked into one coma? Yeah, into a coma. That's kind of cool. <laughs> They're sharing a coma this right now. This is some now. Jedi nonsense, isn't it? I mean, obviously. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, they, get, they all got knocked into a coma, and I was like, that's kind of burying the lead. I feel like that's where the chapter should have started. <laughs> I mean, it almost does. Yeah. It's like two pages in. So, Dina Yuss is also in the room with them, and she is being real weird about Luke being here. Dina, at this point, is sort of going back and forth between kind of shittily flirting with Luke and also trying to earnestly take care of the operation and the people that have been, like, either killed or trapped. But she's also still trying to suss out information. Like, you know, at the end of the day, she's still trying to do her evil spy job. It was like, oh, Luke, why are you here? What brings a Jedi Master to the Chiloon Rift? <laughs> a <he's> spaceship. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Dude> bus. <laughs> Greyhound, get out. I flew here. Have you not seen The Last Jedi? 
Yeah, the uh, <laughs> the whole scene here is mostly from Luke's perspective, just being like, "What's wrong with this lady?" <laughs> well, yeah, it, it's, she'll it's, be like, reach out and grab his arm and be like, "Ooh, Luke," and he's like, "Yeah, what are you doing? You've got arms like iron cables," and he's like, "Hun, I'm 65, and you're like 22. <laughs> you get, should probably go. Get out of here. I'm almost three times your age. <laughs> I know that in usual fiction books, this is completely expected, but I'm Luke, and I'm not. This I is- got a grandkid your age. Please leave." <laughs> Yeah, uh, so so she's basically trying to suss out what's going on. Luke gets the impression there is definitely something wrong with her, but he can't pick it up. Uh, and eventually, yeah, he, he's not very good at ska. He's terrible at ska. He won't pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, and he's not properly displaying respect. Yeah. Um, so <sighs> you're welcome. So yeah, uh, eventually he's like, "All right, I'm going to actually level with Lando because Lando knows." pretty much all of the secrets apparently mm-hmm. so he's like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna level with lando but i'm gonna give him the like secret signal for i'll talk to you but please send your lackey here away yeah and lando to his credit is like he's like hey dina get out of here <laughs> yeah he's just like all right dina you gotta go She's i like, love that what? he's like hey here's the high sign i need to talk to you privately hey i need to talk to this guy privately fuck off <laughs> <laughs> dina's like i all right, I guess I'll go see to the reclamation effort. Well, it turns out that she looks out the window, and as as they're asking her to leave, there is a trail of lights out there that indicates that another couple truckloads of dead bodies are coming up. Because we get a, a figure mentioned in this ep- this chapter, 28,000 people were killed by this attack. So far. Mm-hmm. They're still trying to rescue people, but they're like, it's been a day or so since we last found a survivor. We're... Not holding out a lot of hope. Yeah. Uh, so she's like, well, I better go see who's in among the dead this time. Uh, I'll be back. And 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 Luke senses genuine distress in her uh, when, when she says that. He's he's using the force. And he's like, oh, she's actually pretty far taken aback by the events that have taken place. Yeah, I have to imagine that Dina's going to have to have a face turn at some point mm-hmm. because they are just being like, yeah, we're going to murder indiscriminately on a large scale. And she's like, oh, I was just here to like give you information and help you buy out the company, not murder thousands of people. I mean, she probably had some loyalty to the company as well. And they just, they have very clearly ruined that. Oh yeah. So at this point, she is just like, man, I know that if I try and betray them, that I'll probably get killed, but also fuck these guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, so she does indeed fuck off to go look after the wounded. And this leaves, Lando grilling Luke about what he's doing here. And I I enjoy that Luke is just straight up like, yo, it's real convoluted, so let me break this down. <laughs> well, he's like, I'm not here for whatever you think I might be here for, so you don't need to, first of all, you don't need to worry about that. He's like, oh, are you trying to find the, the Sith? And he's like, eh, not really. Yeah, was, I, sort of. I'll go through all the things. So, so we sent a couple people out, and they were looking for a ship, you know, ship. Yeah, the name the of the ship is the, ship. The ship name ship. The uh, the George of the Jungle guy named this one. <laughs> yeah, and I sent a few people out for that, but they didn't find anything. And I'm gonna try and talk to my son because he's out here. Also, one of my questing knights hasn't checked in. He's like, "Fucking questing knights! You what sent is- a quest knight here?" And he's like, "No, not specifically here. They just happened to be here at some yeah. point, and we haven't heard from them lately." Yeah, as we mentioned in the first chapter, that's Oh Holy Seco. 
um, who is... Oh, holy seagull, you are a questing Jedi. This is the night of our dear Jedi's birth. I don't know that original song at all. I just know it exists. There you go. <laughs> I like that part where it breaks down later, where it gets all ext- extreme. Fall yeah. on your knees. <laughs> yeah, that song's got a rad breakdown in it. <laughs> it's 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 the best song if you want to see like the Trans Siberian Orchestra performing Christmas music. Yeah, sure. Because that drop is epic. <laughs> it's not like Otanenbaum goes anywhere interesting at any point. <laughs> but that song, that song's got legs. <laughs> it gets around. It takes you for a walk. When it comes to old Christmas music, that one and Carol of the Bells are the two that rocked. <laughs> Ah, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Name me a rockier old Christmas song. I won't. Old uh. Christmas songs are garbage. <laughs> and yet you are intimately familiar with them. I am very intelligent. <laughs> yeah, I'm intimately familiar with how awful they are. <laughs> so uh, so he's like, yeah, okay, I want to meet my son, who I haven't seen in like six months. And he's out here because he's he's investigating a sighting of ship um, and... Lando's like, ship? Ship was here? No, no, hang on. They never found any evidence of it. Yeah. Calm down. And then they're also here because they're checking to see if they can find Oh Holy Seiko, uh, because I sent her out here, or didn't send her out here, but she made her way out here a long time ago. Uh, We haven't heard anything, so we want to make contact. And it's been, she's missed like six check-ins now, so we want to make some contact and bring her back into the fold. And Lando, who does know everything about everything, is like, a quest knight? You sent a quest knight here? He's like, do you think the Sith homeworld is around here? And he's like, I don't think that at all. Yeah, no, I I Because Lando is just getting increasingly more freaked out because he's like, oh, wait a minute. Are you saying that I have to deal with these Kalumi assholes and also the Sith? Please don't tell me that. I, I feel like at this point, Lando, we can safely tell you you don't because they already blew up your mine. <laughs> I feel like you're going to have to go somewhere else and start an even more convoluted mining scheme in space. More convoluted than the the one that used the shield ships, the one that used the tractor beam firing ships, the one that used walking on a surface of a super hot planet with 40 AT-ATs with a Death Star Destroyer mounted on top of them. Uh, the one where he used a steam shovel to grab big handfuls of sun and drag them up out of a sun. <laughs> I got a big handful of sun here. <laughs> or the for- the, the floating fart planet. The, the, that, that one, too. You know, whatever type of planet you haven't mined yet, I guess go mine Oh, that. I have a great idea for a black hole mine. Great. Just get big handfuls of black hole stuff. Yeah, that's how that works. You go ahead and do that. Super valuable. (laughs) You know how dense a black hole is? There's so much in there. I'm going to be able to mine time itself. I love the idea that he just gets a bunch of black hole and just shakes it till it reconstitutes. (laughs) And then just digs through it for change. (laughs) Look, I'm going to get on the non-suction side of the black hole and just grab at it from that side. I don't think you understand what a black hole is. Oh, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'll employ seven million people. Uh. <laughs> It'll definitely be taken out by Dark Jedi. <laughs> Something is going to blow this up. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, that's that's why Luke is there. Uh, Lando is, uh, he also was like, oh, and also, let's go ahead and put this out there. I had been rehabilitating on She Do Mad for like a year now from some injury I sustained in the last book, and I'm tired of being surrounded by Jedi who are only concerned about my well-being. Yeah, I've had a year of people just being like, oh, you need to convalesce, and I wanted to get out and have some fun with my friends, and of course, Lando's like, 
going into one of the most <laughs> difficult to navigate rifts in the galaxy filled with pirates is fun to you. Okay, sure thing, man. Well, I used to bullseye womp rats in my T-16 back home. Look, I'm about to bullseye you in the head, okay? <laughs> yeah, but you don't even have a disruptor. That's it! <laughs> One of these days, Luke! <laughs> you were the worst person to talk to in a crisis. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what a crisis is. I'm Luke Skywalker. <laughs> ah! I do like that at least when we're getting from his perspective... That he's like, oh, no, I am filled with rage, which is why I'm saying, like, let's not do anything right now. Yeah. Because he's like, if I try and act now, I will be full of anger when I act, and that's going to be super dark side -y. Yeah. At the beginning of the conversation, while Dina Yuss is still in the room with them, he, they're all like, yeah, we're going to go get them. And Luke's like, okay, we're not going to go kill them. We have to find evidence that it was them first, and then we will try to bring them to justice and if that doesn't work, then I suppose if we're left with nothing else, then we will come to actual physical conflict. I feel like that's definitely going to happen, because a core point of this chapter is the discussion about how the Chiloon Rift exists outside of every legal jurisdiction. Yeah. But, I mean, he's a Jedi. He's like, whatever, I'm my own legal jurisdiction. <laughs> I'll just put cuffs on him and be like, come with me. Under what? Authority. Under my authority. Uh, Fuck Je you. Jedi authority. We're going to take you in for, a, I guess, a Jedi trial. Because th that's the whole thing where they're like, yeah, it's legal to blow up mining operations out here. No one, no one can, can stop. It's legal you. to blow them up. You just can't do it outside. You want you to do in specific designated areas. <laughs> Look, if you're going to blow up mining facilities, your mom and I would prefer that you just do it at home. <laughs> that's why we've given you a mining facility in this glass of mining facility explosives. <laughs> uh, so the. <laughs> The whole thing with that is, even when he's like, look, we can't do that because we can't act on fear, and immediately Lando's like, yeah, because fear leads to hate, and that leads to the dark side. I, yeah, I get it. I've watched the movies. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. And Luke's like, no, 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 no. It's not. It's it's because uh, it, I have my own reasons. I, don't, don't think I'm not also super pissed. I do like the Dina line where she's like, no, I will definitely swear that they were threatening us like an hour before yeah, this happened. Yeah, if you want me to show up in court and be like, yeah, these assholes were saying they were going to do something like this. Mm -hmm. I wonder if that that's fe feels like the, the face turn moment for her where she's like, I'll testify against them in court. And I feel like that testimony's not going to hold up because they'll just be like, hey, didn't we hire you? <laughs> uh, Your Honor, we may be corrupt, but we definitely put her in place as one of our corrupt officials. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, I figure Luke is probably one of the few people that would get Dina to do the face turn, because at least at that point, she's like, oh, you're like the head of the Jedi. If there was any entity out here I could see being able to take on the, like, super monolithic galactic syndicated, it might be the Jedi. Yes. Yeah. And, and that is where the topic of conversation turns to at this point, as, uh, Luke and Lando continue to discuss the concept of galactic syndicated and galactic exploitation technologies, which is what the Kalumi brothers appear to run, but they actually run the big one. Yeah. Um, I mean, the the whole thing here is it's very nice that in the same way that all the other books we've read are uh, a bunch of people have information and no one talks to each other. Luke just immediately goes, hey, here's everything I learned two chapters ago. Yeah. Here's all the stuff that Louie. Pool Doodle or whatever his name was. <laughs> yep, that's it. Got him. <laughs> Got it in one. <laughs> uh, so 
told me about uh, about and, and Lando turns out knows all this stuff already too. He's just like, yeah, 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 Galactic Syndicate. A lot of people don't even think they exist, Luke. Oh yeah, he's like that's basically a ghost. I love mega secret corporations. It's <laughs> just like. Oh, yeah, this company that has tens of thousands of employees and dozens of shell corporations that operate under it. No one speaks. It's like the Wonka factory. (laughs) I mean, I do sort of like the idea that they're like, oh, yeah, there's the overarching owner of all of these isn't known Mm -hmm. because everything goes through other little shell companies. Probably Shizor. (laughs) I mean... It definitely is two shizors. It's two, it's two shizors. <laughs> Honestly, the fact that it's Kalumi involved reinforces my belief that it's the Wonka factory, because the whole thing's being run by two round blue people. <laughs> they had the gum? They tried the gum. Huh? Every Kalumi, when they come of age, tries the gum. <laughs> Try the gum. Try the gum. It's delicious. They're don't s- believe me? Ask the dishes. <laughs> Try the gray stuff. Uh, I don't want to try any gray stuff. That's a terrible description. Aw, it's foie gras. Well, it makes it worse. I know. French people. Uh, French. (laughs) You're the new British for this show. (laughs) Well, no, the British are the hated show on, or hated people of system mastery. Yeah, the French are the hated people on expounded universe. (laughs) Soon we'll hate all of Europe. (laughs) More and more shows. Every show we make has a new hated European country. It's going to be neat when we're starting to run out of them and we're like, yeah, today on the Star Trek Minute or whatever we're calling this, we hate Estonians. (laughs) Estonia? (laughs) I don't know anything about Estonia. Luckily, it makes it very easy to make fun of them because I'll just be wildly wrong. Estonia and your crappy cobblestone streets? (laughs) Probably, I guess. Maybe. (laughs) Your breed of donkeys is inferior to most. I hate your textiles. Charming fishing villages. (laughs) Not even sure if you have an ocean. (laughs) Americans. Our one Estonian listener is like, oh my God. They did it. They, they knew. They, they knew all about our cobblestones and fishing villages <laughs> and our shitty textiles. And our worst donkey breed. <laughs> uh, everyone hates the Estonian donkey. It's the worst. <laughs> it does what you want and doesn't, doesn't try to get in tug of wars with you or no, nothing. No, it's not stubborn at all. <laughs> the Estonian Christmas donkey. <laughs> It ruined Christmas. <laughs> it's basically the Grinch. <laughs> Famously, the Grinch is an Estonian donkey. Famously. As Dr. Seuss originally intended. <laughs> Good God, man. Well, to be fair, we're we're very close to done here, and the, the episode is very short. Uh, anyway, yes. So, yeah. the Galactic Syndicated is... Pretty much just rumors, and he's like, you know, I've always heard of oh, Galactic Syndicated, but it's pretty much just the business boogeyman for yeah. most people. But apparently within the past six months, they've suddenly swung into full action, and cor- uh, ghost shell companies, ghost in the shell companies. Yes. Akira uh, Companies. <laughs> Akira Limited. <laughs> So uh, these go- these shell companies have started making all kinds of huge purchases, all like hostile purchases, all over the galaxy. And they started pretty quickly with livestock genetics, and then moved right into robotics and hover tech. And they're just they're just rapaciously devouring every company they can get their hands on because greed, of course, is very good. Yes. Yeah. 
And, I mean, as was sort of theorized when Luke first learned this, he's like, they may be trying to just sort of corner the galactic economy. They've been upping all of their uh, imports into the galactic core. They're gobbling up all of these various companies. Yeah, they're they smuggling might... into, uh, into Coruscant has tripled over the past six months. Oh, yeah, they're just... They're they're trying to become a monopoly at this point, and at the same time, there's a bunch of uh, uh, piracy. Piracy is on a huge rise as well, which everyone is probably linking to them as as, yes. as we speak. So yeah, it looks like they're trying to become the new empire, but doing it by business acquisition instead of uh, political maneuvering. Yeah, they're basically uh, I don't know doing a <laughs> Phantom Menace. Where they're like, oh, this is all about business and trading. Trade regulations. Except that is actually also political maneuvering, and it was just putting Palpatine in power. Yeah. But, you know, it's like they're doing that, but there's no Palpatine. <laughs> there ain't no Palpatine, baby. <laughs> but that would have... Actually, wait. No Palpatine would have... Despite how much I love Palpy, that the, uh, the most recent movie would have been better without him. <laughs> all right. So, uh, so, yeah, at this point, the door finally slides open, and... Uh, 3PO comes bumbling in. Yep. As he, as he is wont to. It's, it, we haven't seen him till this point. And he pops in, and they're like, first of all, Luke has to be like, I thought that was going to be Dina Yuss. Yuss! How come it's not Dina Yuss? Is she not spying on us? Oh, I, we completely forgot about that. Luke tries to discuss the Dina Yuss suspicions with uh, with Lando. And Lando's like, nah. Nah. Just a hundred times. Hey, dude, I, I just want to tell you, she's like, I don't know, she's like clumsily hitting on me or something, and he's like, eh, you're the most eligible bachelor in the nine star systems or whatever. She's like, no, I'm really not. I'm not. I'm a, I'm a creepy hermit who runs a bunch of bad uh, of schools and consistently churns out all the villains. <laughs> like, you don't want a piece of this. Nobody wants a piece of this. Look what happened to the last one. <laughs> Actually, neither of us are sure. I, we didn't read the Death of Mara Jade books. <laughs> um. But yeah, he's just like, nah, yeah. I hired her, so I'm infallible, so obviously she's fine. Yeah, and he's like, well, then if she's not hitting on me, then there's still something weird about her. Like, she's trying to suss out information from me a little too hard. And he's like, I'm trying to suss out information from you a little too hard, Luke. I really wanted, this is the one spot where I wanted Luke to be like, Lando, come on. Lando, please. W would I be bringing this to your attention if she was just being a good secretary? You think I haven't force looked at a good secretary before? Yeah, I, I know the difference between someone's curious and someone is too curious mm -hmm. i'm a jedi master i've been at this a while yeah but instead lander's like ah just over and over again so he can be the most hoisted by petards later oh, oh my many petards anyway here comes 3po and uh and 3po's big thing is like oh master luke master luke you must come at once uh, han has a, has awoken yes master solo has a, a plan he's like the fuck they're awake you should have opened with that he's like <laughs> fuck you buddy i did you're a piece of shit <laughs> just so you know what I are you from estonia <laughs> i bet your donkey sucks he's right about luke's donkey <laughs> it's true <laughs> except we don't hate estonia on this show we hate no. france <laughs> you have a french donkey <laughs> Oh, Master Luke, all French and shit. I, you know, I would have brought you this information sooner, but I assumed you were walking five miles to the nearest village to buy a fig. <laughs> I thought you were deep in ennui. Would you like a baguette? 
Yes, I was going to come in earlier, but I didn't want to choke on cheap cigarette. I was going to come in earlier, but I assumed you were done working because you have normal working hours and a good amount of holiday pay. Oh, oh, oh I've made myself sad. <laughs> anyway, did you guys surrender while I was gone? <laughs> so anyway, yeah. <laughs> Han, is, Han has awoken and has told 3PO to come tell these two that he's got a plan. Yeah, so Lando just like jumps out of bed like he's Grandpa Joe and is like, let's do it. <laughs> no more boiled cabbage for me, no more. <laughs> uh, Wait, have you been faking it for 25 years, Grandpa Joe? Uh, uh, just get back in bed. With <laughs> yeah, just uh, sit back down here. <laughs> <laughs> We've been working in a toothpaste tube screwing the top on factory this whole time to keep you in that stupid bed and fed on bread and boiled cabbage and you could walk. You could get a job. Uh, ah, my legs! <laughs> I really want some chocolate. <laughs> I don't think you understand, kid. <laughs> I've got a great hustle going here, but I love chocolate. <laughs> I don't know how the detail that uh, Charlie Bucket's parents worked as screwing the caps on on toothpaste tubes stayed in my head till just now. Yeah, uh, but there it is. There it is. So yeah, that's the end of chapter six. They they uh, we don't get to find out what Han's big plan is, but I'm real. I got to be honest, I'm very hopeful that he's that they're going to go in there, and his plan will just be like, we'll shoot them in the head with disruptors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just again glad that this book was like, oh, we started the chapter with hey they're in a coma, and we ended with no they're not. <laughs> it was like, oh, you thought I was going to just keep these guys out for chapters? Nah, fuck you. They're, yeah, these, they're here. These books have made us gun shy. Yeah. <laughs> Every time something comes up, I'm just like, oh, no. Oh, God damn oh it. what's the worst they're thing g- that could happen? Because it's gonna. Oh, Leia's going to have to escort Han through a series of force dreams. <laughs> I don't want to read that. Ah. <laughs> we don't know for sure that Leia is not still in a coma, however, so it could well be that she has to do a bunch of force dreams of her own. Yeah, I assume they're just going to get in there and they'll both be awake and we'll be like, hey, we're going to move the plot forward. We're not dicking around. I'll be like, thank you, book. I, honestly, the, the I've uh, forgotten what a good relationship with a book felt like. <laughs> At this point, I'm almost hopeful that they'll go in there and Leia will just be like, yeah, I use the force. Dean is a traitor. <laughs> Uh, while I was in a coma, I had heightened force sensitivity, and yeah, she's working for the Kalumi. Anyway, bye. Yeah, I was in a coma, and all my senses got heightened. I was Daredevil for a while. <laughs> I was a little bit Daredevil I for still, there. I still am. I, I'm Star Wars Daredevil. <laughs> Hi, I'm Star Wars Daredevil. We've had a lot of fun today, but I'd like to talk to you. <laughs> Pins a chair around. <laughs> been a lot of fun today, but Radon is one of the leading killers of <laughs> in, the, in the home. Hey, Radon? <laughs> hey, we've had a lot of fun today, but I want to talk to you about Estonian donkeys. <laughs> They're just shit. Just garbage. <laughs> Actually, it'd be kind of fun if he was correcting us in that situation. <laughs> I want to talk to you about Estonian donkeys. They're there's, amazingly hardworking. There's a proud tradition of Estonian donkey maintenance and training that has led to one of the hardiest breeds <laughs> of dependable, hardworking donkeys in all of Europe. So please, think twice. <laughs> just, just think twice in general. Just twice. <laughs> Never more, though. <laughs> And I'll see you next time, because knowing is half the battle. <sighs> yeah, there you go. End of the chapters. End of the chapters. We're done for today. Uh, we'll we'll probably see you soon with yet more exciting Star Wars. Sorry, it's a short one. Not much I can do about it. Hey, man, it's fine. Why don't we spend the next... Uh, I nine, mean, just, nine... just like the book does, 
we aren't meandering no. through these things because there's mean, shit happening. That doesn't mean I can't do an eight-minute book uh, book commercial for our book. I mean, it does. It doesn't. It does. Okay, fine, it does. Can I do a 30-second one? Sure. Hey, everyone, go buy our book. It's called A Dragon Walks Into a Bar, and it's available at Barnes & Noble or Amazon or wherever fine books are sold. And if you buy it, then you'll help us keep our numbers up where they won't come take our thumbs. <laughs> uh, We're you're, desperate- you're acting like... <laughs> We owe them money. I mean, we don't owe them money, but technically we... And, and in fact, we are actually at the point where we have paid off our advance. Yes. Uh, to the where, where we would actually get a small re, uh, check at some point in the distant future. Oh, yeah. Come, I think, May? Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll get checks for... It'll be like grandparent birthday checks. Though. Oh, yeah. We're going to get like a $5.33 <laughs> check, and I'll be like, nice. Got to go deposit this one. <laughs> I'm going to spend more on gas to take this to an ATM. Oh, sweet. I'm going to get a Chalupa box. <laughs> Five American dollars. But no, uh, it, it would help to sell more not to keep us out of, like, debtor's prison. That's not where my concern is. But so that we can write more books. Books that we want to write. More books. Yeah. Books about Spider-Man. <laughs> books about Spider-Man. Of course we could write a book about Spider-Man. I can write so many books about Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. The Tao Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man, Threat or Menace. <laughs> I, I'm just thinking it's a bunch of like various self-help and, and a million little Spider-Mans. <laughs> the five Spider-Mans you meet in heaven. <laughs> the 27 tips for successful Spider-Mans. How to succeed at Spider-Manning without really trying. <laughs> How to influence Spider-Man. <laughs> the secrets of successful Spider-Mans. Hey, I already did that one. The, did you? Was it the same book? I'm sorry. Yeah, get out of here. I, I, I win. I win the contest of Spider-Man books. <laughs> Shit. It's I, me. I didn't realize I was going to lose that. <laughs> also, patreon.com slash system mastery. If you want bonus content for this a here show, we go to Wikipedia. We deep dive, deep dive. I hadn't even told him what the book deep. was called yet. Yeah, you did. You already did. <laughs> you said it when you first said it. What did I say? What was the thing I said? I'm not saying it because it's already been said. You what do you hate sales? I hate them. I hate sales. I hate some money. I thought you knew I was aggressively communist. We do this for the ideals. I hate capitalism so much. It's called a dragon walks into a bar. Okay, John, go ahead. Patreon.com slash system mastery. We got the bonus content you crave. Mm-hmm. Two dollars. Begin strips. That's what we got. We got the bacon strips you crave. As bonus content. <laughs> Give us $2, we send you the begging strips. No questions asked. <laughs> so far, they are unharmed and unspoiled. I was like, are we ransoming begging strips? <laughs> Have we, we taken someone else's begging strips in this scenario? <laughs> yeah, and then we cut off a little piece of them and sent it to them in a box. <laughs> uh if you respond now with the money as as ordered, no further harm will befall these bacon strips. Uh, dogs can't tell they're not bacon. <laughs> dogs can tell. They just don't give a shit. Do- dogs can tell that it is food and who cares? Maybe Estonian dogs can't tell. <laughs> Patreon.com slash System Mastery. Two bucks per episode of System Mastery will unlock the bonus Expanded Universe content where we go to Wikipedia, find all kinds of cool stories about what's going on in the Star Wars universe, and then come back to tell them to each other and you, the folks at home. Yes, indeed. I feel like that might be succinct enough. I think 
patreon.com slash systemmastery, or you can find our website in general at systemmasterypodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you in a few weeks, and until then, I've been Elan Slesbagiano. And I'm here to hit on you weirdly. Frankly, my name's not weirdly. Well, my name's not Frankly. Frankly.